Francine. Hello. Welcome. This is Adriana Morales. I'm so glad we have Francine Silva from Denver, Colorado, joining us this afternoon at the Journaling God's Word podcast. Um, I'm Adriana Morales Bocan, the author of the Bible Reading Journal series, and we're going to talk about how sometimes we just don't have enough time to read God's Word, and what are some of the things that possibly could help you? Um, I know Francine and I have been pretty much following each other and reading God and studying God's Word for at least two and a half years. So Francine, tell me a little bit about how difficult it was, because I do know you were pretty inconsistent, um, but I always felt like you wanted to be there and, and start a new study with us and be consistent and your effort. I mean, I could sense that you were genuine about your efforts, um, but sometimes life gets in the way and I know it does for me, life happens and gee, the first thing that we put in the back burner is Bible study or reading Bible, um, staying in God's word, um, and so forth. So anyways, Francine, tell us a little bit about your journey with inconsistency um, and the turning point that made you be more mindful and intentional to be consistent with God's word and reading his precepts. Um, so yes, um, first of all, I love reading God's word and yes, um, times are tough. Um, you know, life is tough. Um, I know God, it. God is tougher and I tell you, you know, he doesn't let me slip away even though, <laughs> you know, I try not to, but <laughs> he always puts me back in place. Um, Aww. I, um, you know, these this um the book of psalms was really good for me and i know there's a lot of days i missed um i did read but i just didn't journal um and that was really really what i needed it it actually opened up a lot for me um Uh it made me realize a lot of things and um can you share with us one of the things that you learned in the book of psalms and by the way thanks so i i praise god for not letting getting you off the hook and I praise you, praise you for not giving up on the Book of Psalms. So what did you learn and got out of the Book of Psalms this fall? Um, I learned just, um, you know, to pray for everything. Okay. You know, it's just that's all I need to do is just pray and, and talk to God about, you know, the things that I'm going through and, you know, just, just pray, basically. And... Um, not to give up you know that's mm-hmm. what I learned um but more was more mainly was to pray you know that's amazing that's yeah amazing. and tell us a little bit about what was the turning point for you um because I am so tickled by just watching you grow over the last two and a half years um you know I have seen I have witnessed your uh perseverance and your hard work and, and, and not giving up. Yeah, I, um, like I said, you know, I can't give up. I, I, the moment I don't read for one day, I feel so like out of place. Like I know like it helps me throughout my day 
or my night it helps me sleep mm-hmm. so, so I like I said I might not be journaling but I still read yeah and, and yeah. I bet it give, he gives his word gives you the peace beyond our your own understanding I just love how he gives us that peace um, so tell us a little bit about the why why is it that you're so motivated nowadays um I have um, God put in my heart to to minister to children, which I've had. I I am a, a teacher at my church, and I've been doing it for basically eight years. That's awesome. And um, I mean, it, it, it's it's a learning point for me. Also, mm-hmm. it's somewhere where I never thought I would I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I prayed and I told the Lord, put me somewhere where. I can I can learn, but also to be with the children because I know, you know, a lot of the parents they don't want to sit with their their kids and you know teach them things. Right. And, um, and some parents may have two or three jobs, and and then yeah. their lifestyle gets so hectic, they may not yeah. have the time to invest or pour on their kids in um, God's word so yeah I mean I can understand and that can happen very easily so have you enjoyed that ministry so far it's been eight and a half years that's a long time I bet you anything that you not only have you made a difference in these kids lives but also have witnessed to the parents I bet yes yes um you know the parents are very thankful for you know the things that I do at church um I do it you know out of out of love you know, I, I pray about it and I'm like, I asked the Lord, what do you want me to teach these kids today? And he, he tells us and, and, you know, I, I do, I'm obedient to what he tells me. And not only that, like I said, um, you know, I always wanted to work with children in a way. And, mm-hmm. and this is what, where God told me, this is where I want you to be is with the children. But, you know, down the road, I want you to go minister at the hospital. Okay, and you're living in Colorado, and that is the motivation behind your consistency, which is awesome, because each one of us have a different why. Um, And so, and you also mentioned earlier, before we got on this recording, that you feel like God has been preparing you. And I I believe preparation is key for um, bigger things. Like where he wants for us to be faithful in smaller tasks before he gives us the rest of his kingdom, right? Yes, 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 definitely, yes. And, you know, sometimes in my mind, I think that, you know, just for what I know, I'm ready. But he says, I'm not ready. And, yeah. and I think about it and I'm like, I don't, because there's a lot I don't know. And, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, you tell me when I'm ready. And, and, you know, and I'm very thankful because he connected me with you for a reason. Oh, I've watched and, you. I've, we've, we've been dancing together for quite a few years and I'm so glad I've been blessed by you. Uh, believe it or not, because you've given me the opportunity to disciple you in different ways um, and encourage you. And I just love watching you, uh, young women, um, you know, with daily struggles of a single parent. And yet I see your enthusiasm, your zest, your commitment to your kids. And um, it's just, it's never ending. And I bet you anything 
that the more that you have invested in God's word, the more um, you've felt not only at peace, but able to move forward in life and progress and grow. Yes. So tell me, tell me how difficult was it for you to make that transition from being inconsistent with God's word and being much more consistent? Do you have any practical tips? Do you want to share with our audience? Um, how, how did that all unfolded? Um, it was, it was a little difficult at first, um, to really, you know, really put my eyes into the word of God every single day. And I appreciate your honesty because you're not the only one. I was there several years ago. And if you, I've, I always tell my husband that consistency is one of the things that I struggle with the most across the board. And so I, I feel you, you're not alone. Uh-huh. Um, and I've been there and, and I'm still now I'm working in consistency with the calorie intake, for instance, um, and watching what I eat and how much movement I have. So, you know, I was able to be more consistent in reading God's word and journaling every day. But then I'm moving right along those skills and transferring those skills to other areas of my life. So tell me a little bit about how you were able to be more consistent do you have any tips for your schedule i mean what worked for you may not work for others but it might give people some ideas of how to um i i would say when i'm feeling down hurt um just feeling like you know i'm gonna fall into darkness that's that's when i open the book and you know and I start reading and it helps me you know not think about those negative things and that and the more I did that I realized that you know the word of God does give me the strength does open my eyes to a lot of things Mm -hmm. and that's where I started doing it more and more and the more that I did it I realized who was there for me yeah yeah, he not he does not leave us nor forsake us. And I know you're you're struggling with loneliness. And in Book of Psalms, chapter sixty-eight, verse six, and the Amplified version says that God makes a home for the lonely. Um, he did that for me when I was a single, when I was a bachelorette for many many years. Um, as a matter of fact, I hated Valentine's Day, which I reframed over the course of the years. Um, and um, he sure comforted me in my loneliness uh, and he spoke to me as well through his word yeah that's the way to do it like I said because if I don't you know things start running through my head and you know I start feeling down I start feeling like I'm going back to darkness and I don't want to I don't want to go back to that life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got you know I want to be happy I want I want you know I want all that right when you say that you don't want to go darkness how dark has it gotten in your life I mean can you just give us an idea of how dark it was at one point um I got to the point where I wanted to commit suicide because I felt unloved um I just felt like I was alone all the time 
Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but it was more like I just felt unloved. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the more I felt, the more I, you know, I used to drink. I used mm-hmm. to party. I used to, you know, do all that, you know, not drugs, but I used to go out, you know, partying to the clubs and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's not where I want to go back. I say, yeah. I mean, in, in other words, you were seeking for um, different pleasures, seeking that love. Yes. Perhaps in the wrong places. How yeah. long ago were? How long did you feel that you wanted to commit suicide in your life? How long ago um, was that? Actually, when I was a teenager, um, okay. I was I was an abused child from my dad. Um, and it all started, you know, when I was probably like 10 years old and it started probably about 10 years old. That's when I felt like I wanted to commit suicide. I mean, I tried a couple of times, which didn't succeed. Mm-hmm. And um, as I grew, old, grew older, about 18 years old, um, a, a man tried to kidnap me. Um, I He stalked me about for about nine months and he mm-hmm. always tried to get me and you know that was when I was 18 years old and I felt why is this all this happening to me you know mm-hmm. maybe it's not meant for me to be here and so you know that's when I started realizing you know mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't be here no more okay and what um when did you come to the Lord when were you saved um I was saved It'll probably it'll be nine years now. Okay, okay. So from that emotional distress and p- deep wound and pain, to then seeking love and companionship from all different sorts of places, to being saved almost a decade ago. If you would think about or put it in a sentence or two. Um, about your transformation what has God has done in your life in just the past decade what would you want to say um, I give all the glory to God he's you know he saved me from you know darkness me committing suicide he gave me strength he's healed me many many times Mm. um and he's loved me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know without him i i i wouldn't be here if i didn't come to him Mm -hmm. and um you know he's turned my life around he really has and not only for me, I shine for my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They see it, you know. So, I think that that's the biggest thing is, you know, I was the chosen one out of my family. Mm-hmm. I was, and, and and you will have you you are creating a legacy. You've changed the next generation future by you following his footsteps today. Um, your children will be growing in a different path because they'll see Jesus in you today and they will change and make wiser choices because of what you have chosen to 
um, for yourself today. I mean, that's huge. You are making and transforming not only your life. Well, he is transforming your life and you're allowing him to change the path. Um, but also the transformation is not just for you, but it's also for your kids. Yes, exactly. That is beautiful. Yep. That is beautiful. Um, I appreciate you sharing with, uh, with me and the audience tonight about how God has transformed your heart, has renewed your mind, and refresh your soul to where you're now walking in the narrow road for years to come. And I can see that transformation. And by you reading God's word every day, oh my goodness, can you imagine where you and I will be in another decade? I, I just, I'm ecstatic. I'm excited. You and I, as we grow old and we'll stay in touch, um, we'll be able to be able to share with one another and the world what God has done. Yes, yes, definitely. And yes. what he can do for others as well. Yes. So any practical tips? I know you work a single mother of how many kids do you have in the home? I have here in the home, I have two. Okay, so you're a single parent, uh, work full time. And so your life is quite hectic. Um, and I'm sure that that's just the tip of the iceberg. So how can you share with all of us some practical tips of what you've done in the recent past and what you're planning on doing next to be able to stay in his word on a daily basis? Well, in my recent past, I um, basically... I tried to read the Word of God whenever I had a chance. Um, I did actually listen to some sermons. I, I like to listen to Stephen Frederick. Um, and I, I did that throughout the whole day, basically. I put my earphones on and start and worked. But that started getting, you know, I, I wasn't able to do that. But now, um, with this new thing that we're doing, I'm actually going to wake up an hour early get into the word of God and also I have maybe about a half hour before I go to bed okay. so I'll do it throughout you know before work and after work and if I do have time during the work you know on my breaks I will do that also but also you know I, I am a, um, a teacher on Wednesday night so I am in the church and I'm also teaching the kids the word of God myself so um, so you, it sounds like you're going to be breaking your your um, Bible passages and um, doing different things at different times so you can get the whole day. And the thing that we're doing, for those who do not know what we're doing, it's the Bible Reading Journal series. There is a Facebook accountability group for women on Facebook. All the ladies that would like to participate, you are all welcome. Um, to join us, we're going to be reading cover, the Bible cover to cover, Genesis through Revelation in 2010 and for years to come. Um, we'll just be doing different things every year, a little different. But this year, um, ladies are bringing, reading their own Bible. They're choosing, they're having their own selection of the Bible reading plan. 
Um, and then we'll have the infrastructure provided by the Bible Reading Journal series to help establish and maintain spiritual disciplines. And when we're talking about spiritual disciplines, we're looking at obedience of how to step out in obedience, breaking down today's Bible passages and making it practical so we can all be able to apply God's word in our day, everyday life. Then we'll look at obedience, not only obedience, but repentance, how to maintain that close relationship with the Lord, um, especially because sin will separate us from the Lord. And so if we confess on a daily basis, we'll be able to then um, and walk very closely with him and maintain that relationship, then we also have an opportunity to be able to repent and not only forgive. Um, you mentioned earlier off the call about hatred. I did feel hatred about a few years ago, and that's a strong emotion that I had to come into terms with. And guess what? That's the story behind the Bible Reading Journal series where I was able to not only face that hatred, but also work it through on a daily basis through the spiritual disciplines that it's an infrastructure of the Bible Reading Journal series. So we not only do the obedience, the repentance, the forgiveness, but the spiritual discipline of gratitude, thankfulness, thanksgiving, and maintaining a prayerful lifestyle. So anyway, so as we read his love letters at the uh, on a daily basis um, at the Facebook accountability group for women, we're going to be encouraging each other and helping each other. And if we fall off the wagon, that's okay because we're not here to judge anyone and we're not here to condemn ourselves either. So I find Francine that that's a great idea that you'll be able to start off early, first thing in the morning, set your mind right, your attitude, um, look up for his guidance and discernment and wisdom as you step out in the workforce and you deal with all your daily challenges but in your breaks and lunch and perhaps after work or bedtime you're going to wrap it up with your journaling as well so those are great ideas i appreciate you talking to me today um, um any other thoughts that you want to share before we conclude today's podcast um no, just don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, girlfriend, I love you. And I am so happy that you have found refuge and yeah. strength and peace in the Lord. He's our only redeemer. He's our deliverer. He's our, he, I mean, he is it. He is the best, greatest decision and um he will definitely be there will never leave us nor forsake us so you have a safe trip going to church today and we'll stay in touch my friend love you okay love you too bye bye, bye.